Um, Lee, Tim, and Wayne, uh, we talked about uh, some various memories that people might have for being here. And uh, so I'm just going to kind of talk to these guys and pass the mic around, and we'll uh, see uh, what they have to remember. Okay, um, last Wednesday, um, <clears throat> I was talking to uh, Al Krause at, um, at the Wednesday morning coffee shop, coffee time, for those of us that are retired from 10 to 12, <clears throat> put in a plug for that. But um, now Wayne went, or uh, uh, Al went to, Alan, uh, they went to Heartland Methodist Church for many decades. And a long time ago, he remembered Bethel Church. And when I asked him about his memories from a long time ago, he says, well, I hated them. Almost always they beat him. So <clears throat> he was jealous of the, the other softball team. Um, uh, and um, our remembrances uh, of Bethel is that first Sunday when we walked in five or six years ago, we saw several families that we knew, and there was uh, just welcoming uh, love shown there. So, Tim, did you have some memories you wanted to share? Okay. This has been my church my whole life. My parents went here, my grandparents went here, so our roots go deep. And it's a, it's a very good church, a wonderful church. I remember the old church before it burned, vaguely. But I do remember that it was full, lots and lots of people here. The Sunday school downstairs was just so crowded all the time. It was just kids everywhere, and it was just a wonderful thing. And the, the church was, it was Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday, Thursday was Ladies' Aid. Friday was BYF or Couples Club. Confirmation on Saturday, if I remember right. So it was, it was a wonderful thing. Um, Fourth of July was a big deal here at the time. Uh, they had a picnic here that they celebrated that. And they had pop and ice cream. And Remember that? Mm -hmm. I remember one Fourth of July, they had it on the American Legion in Maiden Rock. Remember that? And my uncle David bought a hay fork rope. And I don't know if there's a creek that goes down across that place down there. And the older gentleman took on the younger gentleman. And the younger gentleman got their feet wet. So, no, it, it's, it's been good. It's been wonderful. So, here you are, Lee. He stole some of my thunder right there. <laughs> um, I've been attending Bethel for over 74 years, uh, and I've been a member for over 60 years. My parents and my family started attending here in 1948, and that was the first year that I attended daily vacation Bible school. It was held uh, uh, for half a day for two weeks, and uh, we lived about nine miles from the church, so I rode my bicycle three miles to my uncle's place, and then I hitched a ride with Gilbert Thoner. And so Bible school was very memorable. It was a large group. Bethel had, a, had an old school bus that made the rounds, and Bonnie Anderson's uncle, Stanley Peterson, drove the bus for Bible school and also for Sunday school. That was a very memorable event. And on May 6, 1951, I was confirmed here. 
And um, then in July of each year, uh, we went to Bible camp, all the covenant churches in this area, River Falls, Aylesworth, Red Wing, Lund, and, and Bethel. And that was at Lake Wapagasset near Amory. That was before Lake Beauty was developed. That was memorable. Uh, in 1952, under the leadership of Charles Sibley, a, a youth group was formed called BYF, standing for Bethel Youth Fellowship, and that was a social and um, devotional meeting once a month, and that continued until the mid-80s, I believe. A uh, special event in the summer was the Christmas, or the uh, Sunday school picnic, and um, Tim said uh, we, we did have it at the Maiden Rock Legion Club for, for a few years, and that was a beautiful setting. It had a rustic log cabin that was screened, and the food was placed in the, in the cabin. It had a pretty large cold water spring that ran through the property into Pine Creek. <clears throat> and uh, it began with an open door service, church service with music and a speaker and then dinner, and then the Sunday school teachers had games for the kids. And uh, the older kids and the men uh, participated in a, in a game of, I think they called tug of war. Somebody brought a 50-foot piece of rope and laid it across the spring, the water, uh, the, and uh, there was two captains elected and, they, and, a, and a referee, and uh, the captains chose participants alternately, and so the team was pretty equally uh, sized in strength. <clears throat> well, the, the referee blew the whistle and the, and the pool started, and it seesawed back and forth for quite a while till one of the team's strength gave up and the other team wound up in the, in the creek. That was very memorable. It was an enjoyable, enjoyable day. Um, our memories of the choir here is quite significant. Joanne and I participated in the choir for many years. We had choir practice on Wednesday nights after the Bible study and prayer. And we usually prepared one or two numbers for the following Sunday morning worship. And uh, there was about 15 to 20 members. And uh, we also had uh, cantatas for Easter and Christmas. And we even had one for 4th of July, a patriotic one, in which Bethel and Spea Lutheran participated. And that was, it was pretty neat. Bethel always had a lot of uh, musical talent. We had several soloists in the congregation. We had duets, we had trios, we had quartets, and uh, we had an organist, a pianist, and um, it just, and even, then, uh, I, I faintly remember, uh, there was a string band years ago, but that was somewhat before my time. So, Bethel has always had a lot of music. One other memory is uh, we had family fellowship once a month. And we had a program, and then there was 12 uh, tables that was decorated for, for each month. And then after the program, each person went to the table of their birth date and had sandwiches, and there was a cake on each table. And it was an enjoyable time. 
Um, Bethel has made quite an impact in this area, I think, over the years. There was a revival during the late 40s, at which time three young men went out and become pastors. There was one lady, a missionary, and I think another lady in Christian, uh, Christian work. So it's been a blessing to my life and our family, and, and it's been a blessing to the community at large. Thank you. About all I can do is second what uh, Lee said. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm older. Maybe I can remember a couple things that he can't remember. But anyway, I've been a member or attended this church all my life. This is my only church that I've attended. Uh, anyway, we um, uh, had uh, went through the Sunday school and Bible uh, uh, confirmation, but uh, Lee mentioned uh, Sibley's, and I especially remember Mrs. Sibley. She was such a vibrant person and uh, really could get uh, the young people uh, interested in. Uh, so we had a real nice BYF time during that period anyway. And uh, it was a uh, uh, good time for, there was quite a group of us about my age that were uh, uh, active in the church uh, as a BYF uh, members. And uh, of course in 1958 is when <clears throat> the church burned. Well, that was a traumatic time and uh, but it was rebuilt and uh, by 1960, and that was a, at that time, you know, my family was small at that time, and, and uh, I realized the importance of the church. When it isn't here, then you realize that. So I came more, became more involved at that time, and uh, have pretty much remained uh, with it throughout the years. But one thing I want to tell you about is that uh, I don't remember it, but it was supposed to happen, that when I was two and a half months old, I came to Ulota service, which maybe a lot of you don't even know what that is, but that was six o'clock uh, Christmas morning. So uh, I rode in a, a sleigh to church at that time, I guess, but like, it's just what I've been told because I didn't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Thank you very much. I, I, for, I forgot to say that I have sat under the preaching and teaching of at least uh, 13 pastors that have come and gone. 13 pastors. Okay, anything else? One other thought came to me. Wayne and Rochelle were so key in this church during the time. And I remember he had an 806 International and a hayrack, and he hauled the kids around for a hayride. It was wonderful. It was wonderful. Yep. Yep. So, anyway, thank you. Okay. Thank you so much for remembrances. Now, it's, uh, please stand, and we'll go on with uh, uh, In the Garden. You sit here so I can hold the mic for you.
Okay, I also have a couple of memories to read, so I'm going to read one of them first. Um, many of you know Bob and Margaret, or Marge Nelson, and Marge sent us a little note about some memories she has from her days at Bethel. She says, my sister Betty and brother Gaylord over the years walked many miles to get to Sunday school and Bethel church services on time. Um, one night, the church had a special speaker and services with a speaker from Minneapolis. That night, I and five other girls accepted Jesus into our hearts. That's exciting, the fun, exciting things that used to happen here. She says, in the spring of 1952, I married Bob Nelson, who was from Lund, Wisconsin. Now we both love the Lord. And still remember the good young couples group that met every other month. And I think um, the guys alluded to that also. And she says, we'll all, we will always praise the Lord for the times at Bethel. So that was from Marge um, Nelson, an old friend, an old member of Bethel. Um, okay, Bonnie, we'll get you off the hook right away. <laughs> 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 so Bonnie has notes, and she says, but I can't read and hold, my, hold the mic, so I'm going to hold the mic for her. Okay. Uh, my memories, oh, I'm, I'm too loud. My memories go back to 1936. Uh, uh, Dahlbergs were pastors here till I was 18 years old. So we started out with Sunday school, and that has been pretty well covered. And vacation Bible school, we started outside, and... We carried the <coughs> American flag, the Christian flag, and the Bible in, and, and we marched into onward Christian soldiers. And that was a big deal, especially if you got to carry in the flag one day. That was fun. But then um, Mrs. Dahlberg uh, started a junior choir. So we had that practice on Saturday morning, and, and uh, that was fun uh, as long as you were behaving well. But she had very beautiful brown eyes, and if you got the look, you knew it was time to shape up. <laughs> so we uh, enjoyed her, and uh, then uh, the next thing was Bible camp. My first year at Bible camp was down at uh, Deer Island in Pepin. We were only there one year, and then the next year, Bethel rented the camp at uh, Grantsburg uh, Wood Lake, and... Uh, there we, um, we were close to Grantsburg. We, in my most distinctive memory <clears throat> was June 14, 1946. Uh, my brother Clint and Virgil were married that day. Clint was home from the Army on furlough, and, but that did interfere with my plans to go to Bible camp, which was that week. However, Pastor and Mrs. Stahlberg saved the day. They offered to bring me home with them <clears throat> on Saturday morning. So my orders were to be packed up and be ready to go home at 9 o'clock. So all went well, and pastor officiated at their Saturday afternoon wedding. And uh, that evening, uh, the Dahlbergs sang a duet at George and Hilda Peterson's wedding at Ezekiel Lutheran Church in River Falls. They had a big day <laughs> with weddings and camping. So then came the day when you had to grow up and so take your place and the ladies' aid and the 
serving committee, and, and it was fun, too, because we had lots of laughs and giggles in the kitchen, too. So um, then I was secretary and treasurer alternately for the next few years, <laughs> and ladies' aid. But now we have women's ministries, and we only meet in the spring and fall with the other churches in the conference. And that's always enjoyable because you get to talk to the people you hadn't seen for six months and catch up on all the news. So, and then I, the birthday month was covered. That was a big deal. And Eulata was pretty well covered. Um, we celebrated at 6 a.m. at Bethel on Christmas morning. And uh, yes, we did have cars in those days. That was a, our joke at my home was, oh, did they have cars then, Mom? And uh, so we did. And, uh, and I didn't have the privilege to come to church with the team and the sleigh and the bells. I, I would have enjoyed that, too. So, um, you know, we, our prayer is that Bethel will survive and continue to teach and preach the word of God. Thank you, Bonnie. And Kathy has memories also, and I'm holding the mic for her too. <laughs> I have. Uh, last week, John asked me if I could talk about some memories I have about Bethel or write them down. I have lots of memories at Bethel. <clears throat> Bethel has been a big part of them. We moved to that little farm on the hill when I was about to start second grade at Lingren. All my friends went to school and church with me, our church family. I thank God I was born into my family. I remember the day Pastor Dahlberg came to our house to visit. My dad got on his knees and by the chair in our living room and accepted Jesus. Dad was a real hard-working man and believed in telling the truth and opening and obeying the law and supporting and giving to our church. We were there Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday nights, whenever we could. Went to Sunday school, Bible school, Bible camp, confirmation, BYF. Bethel was our church family. I remember uh, one Sunday I was sitting in church on that side then with a whole bunch of my girlfriends. And I remember, I don't remember the message we had a visitor speaker, and but at the end he asked, if you were to die today, do you know you would go to heaven? Uh, have you accepted Jesus? Asked him in, to come into your life? I knew he was speaking to me. I accepted Jesus that day and told my mom when I got home. Mom was a great lady, loved the Lord. Jesus had told me in his word, it was always be easy. It wouldn't always be easy, but I will be with you. Isaiah forty six four is a promise. I will be your God throughout your lifetime until your hair is white and aged. I made you, and I will care for you. I will carry you along and save you. I also remember the day on the school bus when our church burned. It was a very unhappy day for us, but we built a new church, and my prayer is it will be a light on the hill for many until he comes back again. Kathy Hansen, Ingley Priest.
Okay. <coughs> I no. Linda Linda's over here with Mike. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, I have um, some memories from Arlene Anderson as well, and um, the social things in in the church seem to be have made a big impression on everyone because Arlene too talks about the couples groups and. Um, different things like that, but she starts out talking, well, she says, I'm probably one of the oldest Bethel members. Shortly after we married, Bob was drafted into the army. After serving um, two years, he was honorably discharged. That's when we moved to the, to the farm in the country, only a few miles from Bethel Church. That's where our five children grew up and got involved in Sunday school, captain's crew, trailblazers, youth group, choir, and whatever else. Even four of our children were married there. And then she talks about the different groups um, that met on family night, um, which was Wednesday evening. The pastor would have a Bible study, and then the groups um, would go to different classrooms. Shepherd's Flock was for the first grade and younger. Then there was Captain's Crew for the second through sixth grade. They would work on crafts, sing songs, and memorize scriptures and pray. Saturday morning was confirmation. And in the afternoon, once a month, the trailblazers met for Bible study and fellowship. The middle school and high school met once a month for Bethel Youth Fellowship, which was BYF that was mentioned several times. Uh, two couples would, Arlene writes small, <laughs> and it's, anyway. Two couples uh, would plan the activities for the evening. Maybe they would, um, get together at someone's house, have a hayride, have, have a cookout, um, go roller skating, and sometimes um, go s hmm, snowmobiling <laughs> or go to a, a special program. The married couples were, were just called the couples group, and the, each couple they're com okay, this is, this is the fun part. This was a couples group, but each couple, their age together, added together, could not exceed 80. So, you know, it was kind of the younger couples group. Um, maybe there was another group, but she didn't write about that. Anyway, they would get together and do things. Um, they, too, occasionally went snowmobiling. They would attend Billy Graham crusades when they were in the area, um, go to the lake, Lake Pepin um, for a cruise on the Chicago Queen. I've never heard of the Chicago Queen, but um, that doesn't mean anything. And she talks about um, the ladies group, which used to be Ladies Aid, now it's Women's Ministry, how they met once a month and they had hostesses that would plan this, the afternoon and they would serve a lunch and that was always on the third, let's see, oh, second Thursday of the month. And then there was also the Dorcas group that met on a Tuesday. And this was back when they used to uh, collect the sheets and they would rip them and sew them together and roll bandages, 
which they would forward on to um, Maryland, I believe it said here, and then they would eventually be sent overseas to different places. And I know um, even when I started here, they were still rolling bandages and they were going to the Congo and um, they no longer do that now. It just costs too much to ship them. But anyway, that was a, a big thing that the Dorcas group did and they also made quilts to help out people. If someone had a fire or a young couple that was just getting married, they would donate quilts to them. And recently they have used those quilts to sell and make money to donate back to the church for things. They also would visit the care centers and take treats um, to the our congregants who were at the care center and also to shut-ins. She or ends here, many of our children went to, to Bible camp at Lake Beauty, confirmation classes, and on Saturday afternoon during the school year, um, I, had many, I have many fond memories and am thankful to be part of God's church family at Bethel. We have moved, we moved to the farm in 1952, so I've been part of Bethel for over 71 years. Praise God, Arlene Anderson. And now Linda's a newer comer here, but she's got a couple things to share too. Hopefully I'll know what these little jitter-down notes mean. <laughs> Hopefully. Um, anyway, my memories here at Bethel just began a little over three years ago, but Joanne quickly reminded me that we all make new memories every day. We moved to this area in June of 2019, and the only people we knew out here in the Midwest were our son and his family over in River Falls. So I joined a book club uh, sponsored by the library in the hopes of meeting some people and attended um, my first book club in early July. A couple weeks later, we decided it was time to look for a church. Our first venture out was a little uncomfortable. So the Monday... Um, the following Monday, John called out here to Bethel. We looked up on, um, in the phone book, we had a little phone book somebody had given us, and uh, John called out here and actually got Pastor Todd on the line, and we, John told him that we really had no idea what a covenant church was, so Pastor Todd talked a little bit about the covenant church and a little bit about Bethel, and so when they were about ready to hang up, John said, I have one more question for you. And Pastor Todd said, sure, what's that? He says, how old are your people? <laughs> so, <laughs> so Pastor Todd said, well, I'm in my 30s, and I have a young child, and we will soon have our second child. And there are people here in their 80s and 90s and a lot of ages in between. So we decided, uh, oh, and he had, John had also shared with him what we were looking for, which was a friendly uh, church, one that was welcoming to outsiders, a place to be spiritually fed and to make social connections. So um, we came the following Sunday to church, and as 
I'm walking across the parking lot, I see the greeter at the door. The greeter was Joanne. And I'm thinking to myself, she looks awfully familiar, but how can that be? I don't know anybody out here. And little did I know, Joanne was looking at me thinking, she looks familiar, but who is she? So when I came in the door, Joanne said, good morning, welcome to Bethel. And we both looked at each other, burst out laughing, and went, book club. <laughs> so um, we came in, sat right about where Al and Millie are sitting this morning. John and I sat there. And Jerry and Mary Gilseth came over with a little galvanized bucket, the cutest little bucket, um, filled with goodies and a red mug. That red mug still sits on my counter. I think about Jerry every time I make my coffee. Um, and little did we know that they were going to become very close friends of ours. After the church service, Wayne and Rochelle became our unofficial host and hostess. Wayne took John up to the coffee pot. Rochelle took me on a tour of the church. And um, we, as we were being introduced to people, we quickly figured out that there were a lot of Johnsons and Petersons in this church. Um, as Rochelle took me on the tour. She showed me every little nook and cranny. I mean, she took me downstairs and showed me closets. And um, But the first stop that she took me to was the ladies' room. She says, this is really important. All newcomers should be shown where the bathroom is. So I thought that was neat. Speaking of bathrooms, I can't remember exactly what the meeting was. I think maybe it was the very, very first one for Ruby's Pantry, but I'm not sure. But I came, and before I headed home, I went in the ladies' room. Steve didn't tell me he'd been working in the ladies' room. I go over to the sink, and I turn the faucet, no water. So there are, I believe, three faucets in there, three sinks. So I moved over to another sink. It was a little tight, but it, it turned on. It turned on really good. The water went from head to toe down my front. So as when I came out, of course, everybody burst into laughter. Come to think of it, Steve, seems like every time we're together, we spend an awful lot of time in laughter. But that's my memories that, that kind of stick out in my mind, and I look forward to making more. Well, my first um, meeting with Bethel, with the Bethel Church, was when I was in grade school, and this was 1960, and uh, some friends of ours called and said, do you want to go to Bible school with us? And we said, oh, sure, you know. School was out and we were bored. And they said, well, meet us at the Drake School. So that meant we had to walk a mile, but we got ready and we walked over to the Drake School and, and met our friends there. And here comes this station wagon with Lorraine Hansen and Judy. They were picking up kids to take, bring to Bethel to Bible school. Um, so Lorraine was my first um, encounter with a Bethelite. Um, from there, we came to Bible school. Um, that was when Pastor Matson was here and his wife, Faith. And we just thought they were the most wonderful 
they were like the Barbie and Ken of pastors, I guess. And um, anyway, we thought they were really super. We loved coming to Bethel because it was, it was brand new. This church had just been rebuilt. And they had indoor bathrooms here. We didn't have that at our church. <laughs> so we thought that was really great. But there were three people at Bible school that stick out in my mind. One was um, Virginia Boleyn. Most of you know Virginia. She was kind of in charge of Bible school, and she directed the music and chose who was going to march in with the flags and the Bible for the, the beginning exercises. Um, she was just a really super person. Second was um, Tim and Marilyn's mom, Alice. Alice did a flannel graph story every day. There was like a break in between, and everybody gathered. And it was always a missionary-related story. And I just thought those stories were so neat. And and one year it was a boy from Mexico, and we learned to sing Jesus Loves Me in Spanish. And then another time, I believe it was um, a Japanese story, and we learned to sing Jesus Loves Me in Japanese. And I couldn't sing them anymore, but I just remember that was such a neat thing. And the other person that sticks out in my mind is, is Kathy's mom, Dorothy, Dorothy Hansen. She was a wonderful lady. I don't remember her teaching a class or anything, but she was always at the kitchen counter, serving counter, making sure everybody got their Kool-Aid and cookies. So those, those people um, were my first introduction to Bethel. It was many years before we came here as a family, but um, we certainly have become part of the family. And I thank you all for the love that you've shown to myself and my family over the years, too. So that's our memories of Bethel. Thank you.